My name is Mae Duyun, and you're listening to Have Some Blue on CMRU.ca. I was hosting the show on the blues every Wednesday morning from 10 to 11 a.m. for the past four weeks live on air. Here are some of the highlights from the show. You'll be hearing some of my thoughts as well as others on the blues. I have some special guests for us on our show today. Joining with me now is Nathan and Joe Duyun to talk about what they know about the blues. Recently, I sat down and had a conversation with the both of them and recorded what they had to say. I asked them some questions to get the discussion going. The purpose of these interviews is to hopefully better understand what most people know and think about the genre. Both of them admit that they're not experts on the subject. Even so, they both shared their insights on the blues. My name is Joe DeLeon, and that is who I am. Yes, I am Nathaniel. I usually just go by Nathan. And I am May's younger brother, and yeah. Thank you for coming on to the show. So, do you know what we're talking about today, Joe? I guess I have a few ideas. So, as you know, I'm going to be... I have a radio show, and uh, the topic I have is the blues. So, the purpose of of this interview today, I'm going to be asking you a few questions on what you know about the blues. Are you okay with that? Sure. All right, let's get started. What do you know about the blues? Uh, well, when I think of the blues, it's more of, I guess, um, how do how would I describe it? It's like sadder tones, maybe? It gives off more melancholic vibes. Sure. So, very open-ended question here. But what do you know about the blues? I just know it's an American music genre, uh, particularly the black Americans. Oh, okay, that's interesting. So, are you aware of the history or origins of classic blues? I, my understanding is that it came out of the American slavery. I see. Uh, would you say you've listened to some blues songs before? Like, I haven't really listened to like a full song, but I've, I've heard of it in some media. Like, if we're, say, watching a movie, what does a blues song sound like? How would you immediately know the blues song? A blues song, as I understand it, I could be thinking of some other genre. The, a blues song would be like slower and uh, include more deeper notes. It's a musical expression of the uh, black American with regards to their light being slaves. Well then, have you listened to or do you know of any uh, blues musicians? I I think I do, um, but I'm not very familiar with uh, names and title of songs. You know, I find it interesting you mentioned that, that you could have mistaken it for another genre. What similar genres do you think would be related with the blues? R&B? I don't even know what that stands for, but... It, it actually stands for rhythm and blues. Okay. But like, is it just the jazziness of it or the similar music style? Or is it more like the, the lyrics or what, is, what undertones or messages are shared? I think when I, when I listen to music, I barely think of the lyrics at all. I, I, I'm more, I more listen to the, to the instruments and the... Uh, and I think that's where I get most of my perceptions of it from. Like, I didn't, I didn't say, oh, like, most of it just sounds sad because most people are, like, 
um, talking about sad stuff in it. So, what other genres do you think is associated with the blues? Well, actually, I don't know. Oh, um, maybe gospel music? I'm not sure. I see. With that being said, what does a typical blues song, or what does the blues sound like to you? Uh, very personal. Not... It, it, it usually does not need any uh, musical accompaniment like, uh, like violin and, and the likes. Okay, cool. So are you aware that blues is actually a bigger genre, you know? Like there's certain subtypes, are you aware of that? How about I tell you what blues music I know? Sure, go ahead. There's blues, rhythm and blues, and when I had my children, blues clues. <laughs> well, um, why do you think blues... Would you say blues is popular today? Um, I'm not sure. If I am to hazard a guess, I guess it's not very popular now. Yeah, I can see that. Well, well, why do you think? Uh, why do you think that is? Why do you think blues isn't as popular today? Either there's no more slavery, or people now are less conscious of the concept of slavery. So, with what I'm hearing today, your understanding is blues is more tied in very closely with um, Black Americans and the social issues at the time, that being slavery. That is correct. I see. So earlier you said that you would relate blues to gospel music. What similarities do you see in those genres? Um, well, the, go the old gospel music that I came to know uh, relates very much to uh, a personal expression of one's ideas and beliefs, much like the blues. While my dad knew more about the blues, my brother and I had a more meaningful conversation. He and I were just bouncing off ideas about how, you know, blues sounds to us and what we think about the genre. You don't have to necessarily name a specific artist, but like... I think that blues is, I guess, more commonly produced by older people. <laughs> More like, um, like definitely, it's not something I imagine someone from our generation listening to. Right. I, I don't, I don't think so. Not a lot, anyways. It's something that I think more someone of like our dad's age. So like, um, <laughs> could you describe for the audience? Yeah, yeah, no, of course. I'm gonna get to that. So, uh, <laughs> something like, um, from the range of being in the gen x to baby boomers okay something like that especially now that i think about um jazz as well i think it kind of lines up with that you think jazz has fallen out of fashion too i don't think that music ever really falls out of fashion per se it's just the the demographic that listens to it it's not like less people are listening to jazz and blues Nowadays, it's just that there tends to be a more popular genre now. So could you say at one point, blues was pop music in the sense that it was popular? Yeah, I, I suppose. I don't really know how popular blues was back in the day, but I'd imagine that, that a lot of people would 
um, listen to it. Would you say then it's just a natural progression towards a different taste? Yeah, well, definitely for sure that. Um, but then again, like music can't really be, or like music taste can also come down to the individual. Like it's not something you're gonna listen to all the time. It's not like I'm gonna be listening to one thing every single time, like in every mood that I'm in. Right. Uh, so that um, kind of makes a difference as well, depending on how I feel. I might listen to something else. So would it be fair to say then uh, that since the nature of blues is that a lot of the songs are more lament and sad and mm -hmm. melancholic, that the reason why not a lot of people would listen to it all the time uh, would be because it's kind of situational? It has a certain tone that I guess sometimes people don't resonate with. So they it's don't, not relatable? It's not relatable. They don't find a connection to it, they, and it just doesn't appeal to them. Yeah. So going back to the genres thing, what do you think influences blues musicians and their songs? What genres coincide or have influenced blues, do you think? Well, one like we... Like we um, mentioned before would be jazz you know the instruments there are used mm, i i don't know i don't know too much about blues so i don't think i'm really qualified to say like what what is no but what do you think hmm i think okay here's a thought i know that during the like really old times 20s 30s of um the 20th century how would i describe music then like yeah there was like a shift where music became more like music before doesn't you know like with classical music it does it does like sound i guess beautiful one would say but it's not like music that you would dance at a party to i think that they there was a point where people started to want to make music that is more joyful and with that people started experimenting more with new sounds um and so especially with the instruments they had. I guess at one point someone was feeling a little mellow and decided to try to find a sound that was a bit more to their uh, to what they were feeling at the time. I mean yeah I think music is like most of the time based off the artist's emotion. Well since you pay attention to mostly instrumentals what do you think is the main difference between like say blues and jazz? Jazz. So jazz is like I, I don't know like a that is way jazz is way more free flowing like the the artists can do whatever they want with jazz like they don't even have to follow the rhythm half the time sometimes they just go off doing their own random thing in the background uh -huh. um and blues is uh well first it's way more structured than jazz is it's like they're going off the script that's what i'm that's what i imagine jazz is and then i think blues is more like trying to speak to the listener about what they're feeling what the emotion the artist wants to convey i see why do you think people would mistake blues for a different genre people would lump those genres together and confuse them for each other i think it's not necessarily the sound all the time it's also just what it's known for or i guess you could say it's known to be sort of sad sounding and so and and you know not everyone's always listening to sad sounding songs and listens to sad sounding tunes either so maybe a person who doesn't really pay attention to music would listen to something then notice that it's like really sad and 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 just say oh it's 
it's it's blues it makes me feel sad or whatever what would qualify a sad song as blues because you can't just claim any sad song dumbed down in dumps is a yeah yeah that, that's right so i don't know i'm not really sure i can't i can't define to you what what exactly makes a blues song well then do you think blues would be hard to do in a modern context do you think it'll have the same impact as it did back then well i think it should be able to convey the same thing right because well i don't think music or those songs specifically change like but if someone were to like make a newer song that that i don't know tries to adapt the sound that um blues has i think it would be different simply because it's made by different artists i think that if someone were to try and revive it they'd have to they'd have to like um sort of adapt it and you know it just wouldn't sound the same as something made like years ago thank you thank you for talking coming on to the show talking about the blues yeah of course yeah you think you learned something new today i've learned a few things it's a good introduction to blues um i might consider listening to it a bit in my uh free time cool uh thank you for answering my questions joe you are most welcome all right I'm sure we all saw everybody posting their Spotify rap for 2021. It's so interesting seeing what other people listen to. According to Spotify, I've been listening to like one artist and three random podcasts the entire year. It was likely inspired by the way. I, I just like listening to lo-fi while I work. Then again, I also use YouTube for music, so it may not be an accurate representation of what I listened to for the past year. You'll see that I tend to listen to a lot of electro swing too. How I developed a liking for these music genres though, I don't know. How do we even develop music tastes? I like to think that it has to do with how we develop tastes for anything, really. It's a mix of things, isn't it? Whether that be what your parents shared with you, the things you have in common with friends, or the shows and movies you watch. I can't point to a single instance where I immediately found the type of music that I love to listen to. I'm sure it's similar for you listeners, too. Your preferences and such have shifted throughout your life, and that it came from all sorts of influences. But what do you think? How did you find to like the music that you listen to? If you don't already know, R&B stands for rhythm and blues, and found its roots in the blues among other genres of the time, like soul and jazz. Speaking of that, we have on the show today our special guest Maggie Brolsma to talk all about that. I'm Maggie Brolsma, I'm a fellow first year student, and I run an R&B radio show. <laughs> okay, would you say you're a fan of R&B or in the blues? Um, to be honest, I would say like more R&B than blues, but I definitely have like before my radio show, I didn't listen to a lot of R&B. Um, I'm definitely more into like kind of the alternative, like indie rock, indie pop kind of a thing. So it was definitely like a good way to explore some new music for me, for sure. I see. So out of all the kinds of music you listen to, what would you say is your favorite genre? Um, I would say definitely like indie pop, like something like very like mellow, chill, something you can just like chill out to. My jam. Right, yeah. So, do you have a favorite artist or song that you could list right now? 
I do. Um, I actually just got my Spotify rap. I was so surprised to find out that my most played artist was Kanye West. So I Kanye guess it kind of goes against what I've been telling you. Um, but my current favorite song is um, Look Out by Peach Pit. They just released it a couple weeks ago. And that one's just, it reminds me of summer. I love it. Oh, nice. I got to give it a listen sometime. Yeah. What surprised you the most about R&B and blues, would you say? There was a couple things, to be honest. Like, I was really surprised at, like, how many artists were considered R&B. Um, I had no idea that, like, the genre stretched out so much. Yeah. Um, so I was very surprised to find that out. And then same with blues. Like, I was so surprised to find, like, even, like, modern blues. Like, it's still, like, I don't know. When you think of blues, you kind of think of, like, elevator music a little bit. At least I do. Um, so I was really surprised to find that like modern blues actually has like a good rhythm to it. Like it's something that I would actually like kind of gravitate towards. Um, so yeah, that was definitely a surprise for me. Yeah, I can see that. I, I was surprised too. Like there were some songs that I didn't know were R&B. Like for example, on your radio show, you played American Boy by Estelle and Kanye West. I didn't know that was R&B. <laughs> Right? I had no idea either. I was just like scrolling through like R&B's top hits and I found that one. And then I found Redbone as well by Childish Gambino. Yeah. I had no idea those two were R&B. And it's like so crazy to me that falls under that genre because you'd think it would fall under almost like like alternative pop or like something like that. But yeah, honestly, American Boy though, that's such a good song. <laughs> such a good song. Yeah, I totally agree. Stell and Kanye West, perfect mix, I'd say. Yeah, they seriously, like, they hit the nail on the head with that one. Like, it's, like, I mean, it still makes top charts to this day. It's insane how popular that song is, so it's good. Yeah, and many parodies of the song were made, too. Yeah, like, on SoundCloud, there's, like, a bunch of remixes or, like, mashups. Like, they mashed up American Boy and Chanel by Frank Ocean. That's, like, my favorite remix right now. It's so good. So I think it just has, like, a really, like, good, like, unique beat to it that, meant, like, blends well with other music. Oh, you know what? Your answer makes a really good segue to this next question. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Can you describe to me what R&B sounds like to you? Like sounds, instruments, themes. What is R&B to you? Yeah, good question. <laughs> um, I would say like R&B, at least for me, like it's very instrumental. And I think that it like weirdly tells a story. But I would say like, just like the sound of it is so unique. Like it's unlike any other genre out there. Like it's definitely like, it's still like a trendy beat to it, but it's so unique. And like a lot of the songs like Redbone I mentioned, like The Weeknd, they just have like the most unique voice and it's like irreplicable, like you can't find it anywhere else. And I think like the themes in R&B too, like taking back from like, early R&B to modern, I think that like the way that like the themes of the music have kind of evolved over the years right. is crazy to me. Like I feel like R&B definitely has like a certain like, I don't know, like chill vibe to it, but also like especially in like early R&B, like it definitely has that sex appeal, like, you know, like songs like Pony, sex like American Boy. Sex appeal. Yeah, like it's they're definitely like a very like out there kind of like you know, explicit genre, like they're not afraid to say what needs to be said. Um, so I think that definitely kind of makes R&B a little bit more unique. Okay, then. Well, what do you think then are the main differences between R&B and blues? Yeah, I would say like, at least to me, like blues is a lot more vocal. Um, and I feel like it has a lot more soul to it. 
Whereas like R&B is more instrumental. I feel like blues, like the both genres tell a story, but like I feel like blues, you're literally like taken through a journey. Whereas R&B is a little bit more laid back. I, I think that's really interesting you mentioned that blues has a little more soul to it because one of the influences for blues music is soul music and gospel mm-hmm. songs. And I think that's really cool as well, yeah. I just like, I don't know, like these genres are like, honestly kind of blowing me away. I'm really glad that I got assigned R&B because like now I know so much cool stuff. With those differences in mind, why do you think people would often lump those two together even though one has evolved, you know, to be its own thing? Honestly, I don't know why people get confused. Just to me, like they are two separate genres, but I could definitely understand why people would think that they're like similar in their own ways, like especially like in the way that they tell a story and like similar sounds. But like to me, blues and R&B are just so separate from each other. So I don't really understand the confusion, but I could see how people would get confused if that kind of makes sense. I would confuse them as well because R&B, as more pleasurable as it is to me anyway, um, <laughs> seems to me just like a subgenre instead of its own thing. Or blues is just you know the umbrella that is R&B. Yeah, mm-hmm, definitely. R&B has had many influences, and as you know, blues was one of them. So, mm-hmm. how did this subgenre come to be from blues specifically? Like, we know it has um, its roots in others, but what do you think it grabbed from blues? Uh, yeah, I think the R&B definitely, like, in the early days, and, like, even nowadays, is still for sure, like, highly influenced from blues. I think, like, it's kind of made sense that the genre came, like, derived from the blues music. Like, if you listen to, like, early R&B, like, it's definitely still, like, pretty, like, taking on a journey. It's still a little bit soulful. Like, even, like, Kanye West, like, came up with, like, an entire gospel album. So, like, even in modern day. Um, so I think it kind of made sense that the subgenre derived from blues specifically, just in that regard, yeah. Yeah. So what makes modern R&B songs different from the classics, do you think? Yeah, no, I think it makes it different from the classics in the sense that, like, it's a lot more chill. Um, and that might kind of be, you know, a big statement. But, like, if you take a look at, like, oh, my gosh, like, early Justin Timberlake, um, like, Salt and Pepper, like, all of those guys, like, it's something that you can chill to. I think it's something that, like, you can have playing in the background and just vibe out to. Whereas, like, if you pay, like, earlier R&Bs, like, everybody's, like, out of their seat jamming out, you know? Yeah. Why do you think R&B is more popular or well-known today than blues? I mean, it's like I said before, like R&B does have that sex appeal. And I feel like our generation is definitely more open to that conversation, especially nowadays. Um, I feel like not that modern blues has kind of stayed super traditional, but it still has that classic sound to it where I feel like modern R&B is just like in and of its own. Like it's, so many different sounds it's so many different artists like and it's, it's so unique in my opinion um so yeah i just feel like that's why it's a little bit more popular right now how has r&b involved since its inception that's a really good question actually i really like that one truthfully like you could argue that it has evolved and you could argue that it hasn't evolved i mean like i said like kanye west like not donned up at the album before that that was all gospel music Several other artists have come up with gospel music, um, so you could argue that it hasn't really evolved that much, but 
I would say with artists, again, Childish Gambino, um, even like Donda, like Kanye West's new album, um, like Travis Scott, artists like that, I think they're definitely trying to distinguish themselves from other artists. And in doing so, they're coming out with some of like the most original music you could imagine. So I think that's what makes it so separate is because people are kind of trying to get away from those kind of influences of the past like you don't see like people writing music like Justin Timberlake used to, you know, like Cry Me a River. Like nobody's come up with a song like that ever. So I think people are definitely trying to become their own in their sounds and in their music. And I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. Cool. If blues were to make a comeback today in the music industry and somehow become popular, how do you think it could do that? <laughs> You know, I actually um, asked my auntie that question because I was stuck on it. And she's like a massive R&B blues fan. And she yelled at me. She was like, maybe the answer is simple. It's John Mayer. And I didn't even think of like John, John Mayer, Mayer as like a blues. I know that's, I was freaking out too. I was like, what? Like John Mayer is a blues? Like, what are you on? <laughs> and she's like, no, like listen to like older John Mayer. It's like definitely highly influenced from blues. Like go to a John Mayer concert. The guitar sounds are so similar to blues. So I think like truthfully, if <laughs> blues wants to make a comeback, it would ride on the coattails of John Mayer. <laughs> All right. Thank you for coming on to the show today, Maggie. Yeah. Thanks for having me. For my last interview segment for today, I brought my friend Gulbahar onto the show. Say hello. Uh, hi. She is a uh, first year university student, same as I. Uh, yeah, I'm first year education, yeah, education major and French major at University of Calgary. That's awesome. Uh, the purpose of this interview is just to see what you think about the blues, mm-hmm. uh, music in general, and how People like to express themselves with music. What kind of music do you normally listen to, Gilbar? Well, according to my Spotify rap, or my, like, you know, the most recent one, my recent top favorite genre is modern alternative rock. Uh, but I, I really think a good chunk of my music taste belongs to, you know, more foreign languages like French, Russian, um, some indie folk music. So, yeah. <laughs> That's cool. So, do you have any favorite artists in that genre? Or is it more like you just listen to what's there? I don't think people really think to trace where they first found their music taste. They just kind of fell into it. But in terms of favorite artists, um, uh, Billy Joel, for sure. Um, Billy Joel. And uh, there's this Russian Uzbek folk music group called Yala and... uh, just disclaimer, I am from Uzbekistan, so that's why oh, you hear a word like Uzbek thrown into thrown in there. So yeah. Could you tell me more about Yella? Yeah. It's it's definitely more folk music-y. It's um uh they use more traditional Uzbek instruments and uh their music is mostly centered around really practical Uzbek ways of life like there's a song called Music Tea House which is basically a song about how the Uzbek way of life is nothing without tea (laughs) (laughs) and you know it combines music in there so Music Tea House and then there's a song called Caravan where it's you know it's about crossing the desert and um, all different kinds of things and 
there's a little bit of myth there too. Um, but yeah. <laughs> uh, that is very interesting you mentioned that yala is a folk music type genre, is that right? Mm-hmm. That it's interesting because blues does derive some inspiration from folk as well as soul and gospel music. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. So of those um, artists, do you have any favorite songs of theirs? Oh god, there's so many, but I think I'd have to go with And So It Goes by Billy Joel. And um, by Yala, it's probably going to be Music Tea House. <laughs> cool. Have you listened to blues music or anything like that before? Yeah, actually, I mean, only like a little bit, like almost to the point where I didn't even know that it was blues. Really? Um, like I kind of assumed and um, I mean, yeah, I think only one song on my Spotify list is technically a blues song and it's called uh, Someday After a While by a guy named Eric Clapton. So technically I could say yes, but it's not that much. So with that one song to go off of, you think blues is something you would try listening to more? Yeah, for sure. I think um, it really ties into, like, I guess my the aesthetic of music that I like to listen to. Um, and re- again, I, I, retra- I trace back to my most recent Spotify rap, which uh, described my like music ambiances. I would definitely would get into more blues. A lot of the what I think blues is fits that kind of ambiance, you know, soulful and yeah. <laughs> cool, cool. What is the first thing you think of when you hear the blues? Well, in terms of the genre, I kind of think of a bit of a jazzy kind of sound, but definitely more melancholy. Mm-hmm. And uh, in terms of the artist, I know that the blues was predominantly black artists, so that's another mental image there. Like a lot of soulful, melancholy kind of vibe. That is interesting. Okay, so I have a question about you, Gobahar. Would you call yourself a creative person? I guess I could say I'm a creative person. Um, in terms of like being able to. I know I think I would, but the, the problem is I don't usually like ex- manage to execute like my like whatever I work on, you know, like if I want to work on this so artistic project, I end up not finishing it or procrastinating on it. <laughs> so <laughs> you like, and me both go hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How do you normally express yourself creatively? <laughs> um, well, I really like to write. Um, and I do really love sketching. Um, I'm not a huge fan of painting, even though I have done a lot of it in my life. I've never really been a, too much of a fan of it. Uh, I just like the s- traditional pencil, um, but the discipline, the discipline to like sit there and the patience to do it. <laughs> <laughs> so why do you think listeners would turn to music? I think music is like a lot of the lyrics you can really say is like just poems, you know, um, and music kind of adds life into those poems. And so... Uh, and you know in those poems there could be stories and you know as it's human nature to love and appreciate stories like it's one of the best ways we even learn about the world about ourselves so I think the reason why people would uh, tune into music like people who just want to listen they just want to listen to 
to stories um, being expressed beautifully and musically. <laughs> that is interesting. I never thought about it like that before. If you're a listener, I guess if you just like to sit back and kind of like meditate on what, what what everything else is, like all this information feeding to you, like, you know, through what you hear and everything, I just, it's just a, the story. The story is what captures most of it, but that's just me. <laughs> that is, that's cool. So here's the second part of the question. Why do you think uh, creative people would turn to making music? Well, because I think music is just another form of art. Art has no limits when it comes to the medium that it can be expressed in, right? Like art is just not drawing. It's just not, art is not only confined to paintings or to what's on the paper. It's, it's evolved to so much more, especially as technology um, advances. So music, yeah. I think, is like a fundamental form of art. And it's even like a primitive one because obviously uh, it's been with humanity for a hundred thousand years and probably more but <laughs> i i find that interesting because i'm having a little bit of a flashback to one of my uh media history classes here in at mru early in the mm -hmm. semester and one of the things mentioned is that oral traditions oral history mm -hmm. spanned longer than the written word you know mm -hmm. yeah that... so not only storytelling but music too is one of those mm -hmm. that has been lasting for quite exactly a long time. yeah oral tradition combined with the, the technology to you know that progresses develops and you know you can f you find out you can make sound the perfect duo dynamic <laughs> <laughs> Batman and Robin <laughs> <laughs> yeah for sure or do you know some history behind blues music as it originated I can only infer like I. Assuming what I know about blues to be more of a melancholy, soulful kind of music. Right. Or, with, you know, where the lyrics always has the kind of story where it's telling about, like, people's woes, sorrows. Not in a sad way, but more like of a reflective kind of soulful way. Lament, I, even? Lament, yeah. Kind of a, yeah, a, a lament. And especially because um, it's predominantly black artists who who i think they've they've definitely birthed the beginning of blues like they're the ones who who really put it up to the forefront and developed it the history behind it has a lot to do with um you know uh what what they suffered through right you know uh, with systemic racism um you got to acknowledge the origins right and and it's no surprise because music can serve as an escape right it can serve as um no matter where, what, what walk of life you're from, you can still kind of relate to what, what the, that music is saying. And for the, the blues was predominantly made by black people for black people, especially during those times, like, you know, the 20s, the 40s. Oh, God, especially the Great Depression. Like, I can definitely imagine the blues blooming during the Great Depression. <laughs> oh, and it definitely did. It oh, definitely well, then, did. see, I inferred correctly. Yeah. So thank you, Gobahar, for coming onto the show. Is there any last words or anything you want to say? Well, yeah. Thanks for having me on. It was a pleasure. <laughs> yeah, you've got a great thing going here. And, thank, um, you. thank you. Yeah. The blues is definitely something I'll invest more time into. Uh, especially, you know, with COVID and everything. I think it's a bit <laughs> warranted. <laughs> Now, 
Throughout the past four weeks, I've learned quite a lot about the blues and more about my music taste. You'll think that I have plenty to say about the blues after all this time. Honestly, I don't have very much to say. I will admit, though, that the blues is not my favorite music genre. Sorry, blues fans. But don't get me wrong. I've grown to like the blues, even some of the older songs. My favorites from the show, however, has got to be R&B, especially Ray Charles and Bill Withers. It's the kind of music that my parents play at home, among other things. I would hear the songs, and I grew to like them, too. Before getting to the show, I didn't know much about the genre. Doing research and going on air, I learned quite a lot about what makes blues the blues, as well as its rich history. Would I say that I'm an expert on the blues now? No way. Not even close. But at least I know more now than I did four weeks ago. <laughs>